Hello, I'm Brandon Martinez, commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors podcast sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up because the Aviation Mentors are taking off. Welcome back, everybody, to another great episode of the Aviation Mentors podcast. Uh, as we count down with only five days until the start of uh, AirVenture in Oshkosh, uh, we're in a flurry of packing and arranging all of our materials for AirVenture. Uh, and our Stratus booth that we're all going to be at, which uh, we'll mention at the end of this podcast, of course, again, uh, we're hoping you guys will come out and and, uh, meet us in person. Uh, Today, we want to discuss some of the things we're packing and what you should bring too. I know that a few days ago, we talked about uh, how to get in, especially with the arrivals and uh, what the Oshkosh Notum's about, things like that. But we really thought it was valuable for anybody who's going uh, to kind of know some things that they should actually bring with them, whether it be in their airplane or at their campsite um, or at their campsite by the airplane, or if they think they can just fly in for the day and get a hotel, we're going to tell you how that's not possible um, unless you pay an arm and a leg and get very lucky. Um, So all those things. So we're going to discuss some of that today. So I'm really excited to tell you about the several years of experience that, uh, that I've learned and we've put in a culmination uh, into Carson's planning of this entire trip. Luckily, I didn't have to do much of it this year. It's been fantastic. I'm just checking in every once in a while. Yeah, it's been fantastic, right? I, uh, I absolutely agree. There was it was super easy to plan and uh, not a lot of effort had to go into it. Not that was a, that was a lot of packing, a lot of planning, uh, a lot of arranging because everything is to be there on time uh, on a certain day when everyone gets there. So it was pretty hectic. And you know, there's a couple different ways to go camping at Oshkosh. You could either have a basic campsite where you just have tents or RVs, uh, no hookups to anything, or you could fly in and camp by your plane, or you can camp in luxury. And this year we're camping in luxury. We have the upgraded sites in Camp Scholar. So we'll have water and electric connections for the RVs. Uh, We can run the RVs and generators and AC uh, all day and night. So that'll be very nice. By the way, you don't have to get the upgraded ones. You can totally do Oshkosh on a a budget if you just want to drive in and bring a a tent and uh, just hang out by your campsite. You can do that totally on a budget. You can even... Uh, go with some of your friends from other EAA chapters. A lot of them have discounted rates they've gotten. And if you reach out to your EAA chapter, it might be too late now, but hey, it's worth a try. I know if I called up EAA chapter one, I said, hey, I want to come and hang out in your campsite. They'd be like, I'll save you a tent spot. And they'd probably charge me almost nothing for it. So it's possible to do it on a budget too. We went a little crazy because we got a lot of people going. We have a lot of people, uh, but we we did go pretty crazy. Uh, It was super fun planning it though. Just there's so much that goes into it, uh, and we wanted to make sure you guys heard it all. So we're bringing four RVs. That was a pretty huge part of it uh, for all the members of the Stratus team that are going to be there. And we're really excited just to feel that excitement that's in the air that really only AirVenture can bring. Uh, and since we have those RVs, kind of wanted to start with the essentials of a campsite and what needs to go into it. So we're bringing sheets, blankets, and pillows for the beds in the RVs. That's uh, kind of a given. Then we have 10 foldable chairs, and we wanted to bring these chairs because you're going to use them at the campsite, but you can also pack them up and take them to go to the edge of the runway, go watch the landings. You're going to take them for the air shows, especially the night air show, where you have to go get a good seat and you want to be comfortable. Uh, we have two of the easy outs because it's going to get hot during the day, uh, especially middle of the day after a full day of walking around. It's going to be really hot. So having the easy ups, having some shades, nice. And we got five huge tarps, which isn't something I totally understood until Brandon did it last year. And those huge tarps for our campsite are going to keep the site clean and free of the dirt that's going to be blown up in the air and free of all that morning dew. So it's not going to be super gross and dragging it all into where you're sleeping. 
And we also got three folding tables and a huge standing gra- gas griddle for, uh, for cooking. And of course, we also need to keep the food and drinks cold. So we have a couple of huge coolers that are going to keep everything cold with ice. And we're going to get that from the Red One Market. I'm um, not sure who many, how many people know about it. But if you ever stayed there, you know that the markets, the Red One Market, has all the food and drinks and ice, big one, ice, uh, that you're going to need for Oshkosh. So, Brandon, I know we were a little bit far away from it last year, but I think I got us a spot right next to it this year. Uh, it's even better. By the way, there's several Red One Markets. Uh, there's like three or five of them in Camp Scholar alone. Um, I don't know if they're all called Red One Market, but they're they're little markets in the middle of everything. And they have about everything you need. If you want bacon, you want eggs, you want firewood, you need ice in particular, like Carson said, especially how hot it is across the U.S. right now. By the way, speaking of hot on the U.S., I heard that it was like over 110 for 19 days straight or something in Phoenix, which is absolutely mind boggling to me. It was that was a crazy number to hear today. And I know how hot it's been in Southern California. And I know how it's getting hotter in Oshkosh, Wisconsin for next week. Uh, but that means it might not rain. So let's just hope it's just hot and not humid. It's the humidity and the bugs that kill me. So, uh, but yeah. You know, I've been looking at the weather every single day, just checking it. And it's gone from thunderstorms every day to raining every day to just sun, no clouds, uh, back to, to back to clouds. So there is no way that we can pack everything we need for it. But we're going to the close part in a little bit. But like I was like Brandon was saying, it's it's going to be crazy weather. Yeah, it's always it's always crazy weather. I mean, we've had tornado warnings to uh, what else have we we seen there? I've seen I've seen everything except for snow, but everything else in between. Uh, but back to that market. So the market's pretty awesome. Uh, you will need ice all the time. I don't like shopping at that market all the time uh, unless it's just kind of an essential that you need because you can just go to Target or Target right up the road. Uh, Target's got everything you need. They are heavily stocked. Um, it says welcome EAA everywhere around town. They even have a bus that will bring you to Target from the campground and it's free to use um, that AirVenture puts on and, and allows you to use. So we'll be able to go directly to Target if you need anything. And there's also a, a market that's right next to Target that has everything. There's a bunch of restaurants in town too. So uh, I don't use that market unless it's for usually ice, uh, but you can get almost anything there. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think our, our big buys were ice, water, towels, uh, paper towels, all that. Yeah, But you, you don't need a car to get in and out of Oshkosh. Um, but if you will have one, it's great. You can go a little, little farther away and get better options. Definitely. I mean, it's not that not that big of a deal. But the ice, I like to get a lot of ice because I like cold drinks, cold water, and cold beers after work. That all, that all works for everybody, right? So I like to go get the ice there. Uh, but we don't really want to have a boring campsite, by the way. Uh, so aside for the practicalities, we have a few things to make it fun. We've got two huge banners for Stratus Financial, of course. Uh, we've got huge standing flags. And of course... Everywhere I go, my house has like two or three of them, I believe. Um, we put an American pla- a flag and a pole uh, for it um, outside, and uh, and we always do that. We're also a plan on having a lot of fun after a long day, so we're stringing lights and lamps, and we're bringing a block rocker to keep the party going, uh, and just have a great time. We want everybody who who works for Stratus to have a good time, and we've got a lot of our partner schools that we're going to see there. We're probably going to invite them over to our campsite and just really enjoy themselves. So. Uh, we want to really have a great time at Oshkosh. And I know, like I said, I've met a lot of people at, at kind of after events or after parties or campsites that I've ended up going to uh, at 
at AirVenture, it's been fantastic. So I wanted to make sure that we can at least have some level of fun in our campsite. We have six campsites and it's in a really unique way. We actually are blocking out one person on a corner. It's going to be really funny. They're going to have like this Stratus camp um, surrounding them. So I can't wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. Or maybe we just make really good friends with them and uh, we just combine all our spots. Let them, let them be part of the Stratus family. Oh, they have to they have to be really cool for us to allow them to do that because it sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> well, you know, aside from all the fun and, and awesomeness of it, uh, there's a lot that everyone needs to pack. And like we were talking about, it's called Sloshkosh for a reason. Uh, it's almost guaranteed to pour at least one day uh, or at least for a few hours on one day. I got lucky last year, but I have a hunch we're not going to be as lucky this year. So it's also going to get ridiculously hot. Uh, so you want to bring jackets for the rain shorts and very comfortable walking shoes and a good hat for the heat um you're gonna be doing a lot of walking a lot of we, we like to ride bikes so i guess just got a couple bikes today uh so we can go to and from uh campsite a couple huh okay i got i, I, I bought nine bikes today uh that was the first time i ever bought nine bikes <laughs> you're welcome thanks brandon <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I never thought I'd have to buy nine bikes at one time before. Um, someone's probably going to be confused when they see that purchase order go through. But there's a lot that goes into it. I know this is going to be me when I see them. By the way, if you don't bring a bike with you or or have bikes at, at AirVenture and you're in Camp Scholar and you're really far, you're walking very far just to get to the show grounds um, sometimes in the campsite. So those bikes make like the world of difference. But I'll tell you this, even at 11 o'clock at night after the uh, the night air show is over, riding those bikes back sucks. Sometimes you're pushing them anyways, especially because you've got all your chairs and stuff in a basket or something behind there. But those bikes are needed. So if you can bring bikes with you, they're really necessary, especially if you have kids, they're really going to want to play with them. Yeah, it makes it so much easier, though, uh, walking back from the night air show versus riding back from the night air show. So much nicer. Uh, and speaking of bikes, I also got to the bike wagon attachments. So it has a little trailer behind the bike. Uh, so we can put all of our chairs and stuff in the back and not have to uh, worry about dragging it or trying to carry it on our on our shoulders when we're riding the bikes. So that's gonna be nice too. Um, but there's also a couple other things that you need to buy as well. Um, I'm just gonna rattle them off straight from our packing list. We got shampoo, conditioner, body wash, razor, deodorant, and all the kind of basic toiletries. Uh, then you're also gonna need a shower caddy, towels, and shower shoes. Because at least in Camp Scholar, we just have communal showers. Um, Brandon, can you explain what the showers are? Um, I know the Stratus team, for a couple of them, it's their first Oshkosh. And they said, what what the heck is a communal shower? What does that look like? Are we talking about like a dorm shower? Uh, are, are there curtains at least? So, Brandon, give them the rundown on it. Yeah, for sure. It's not like a big communal shower, like a like a jail, like you would see in a movie, right? That's not, that's not what they are. Uh, they actually have several different types of showers around Camp Scholar and around um, and inside the, the EA grounds as well. And it really kind of depends, to be honest. Uh, they've got these really nice showers that are like these giant air-conditioned yellow, like movable buildings. And those are the ideal showers. So Carson, I hope you got us near those uh, because those are the you want to go to. Um, you still want to use your shower shoes in those, of course, because, I mean, they don't clean them out except for once a night, right? So you're probably going to want to have some shoes on. Um, a lot of people are dirty and they're sweating, especially in 100 degree weather. You want to protect your feet. <laughs> and then outside of that, the communal showers that Carson's talking about are, are like these ones that they've built over the years. And yes, they've got curtains and, but it's more like a, a men's and a women's locker room when you get in there. I mean, there are, I, I'm assuming it's the same in the women's, but 
some of the men are just changing inside the middle of the aisleways and then they, but they have just private showers. So you go inside the shower and they're private. Oh, another thing, Carson, I forgot that we need to bring is we need to bring clips. That way we can keep the uh, shower heads up. Uh, by the way, you should bring clips to keep the shower heads up because the shower heads just stay um, attached to the top. And then you have to hold the shower head and use water, uh, turn on and off the water and use your soap with one hand or shower head with the other. It's really difficult actually. So I highly, highly, highly suggest to bring some type of clip that will set that shower head up and just so it you can turn on the water and it just stays there like it is at your house. You know, shower head is a really generous term. Uh, it's more like a, a nozzle on a on a garden hose. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of spraying at you. Yeah, it's a little trigger and everything. You're right. It is like a nozzle uh, on a garden hose. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. I mean, it's like, but with not as strong as like a garden hose flow of water, unfortunately. It's not that good. No, and if you get there, uh, you probably after like 9 or 8, 8.30 to 9.30, if you get somewhere after that and go take a shower, um, the hot water is probably going to be gone from everyone else. Long story short, just don't wake up late at Oshkosh. There's so much to do anyway. You, you don't want to miss any of it. Um, but if you do... I don't know how you're going to sleep in because those planes get up and going. The helicopter rides get up and going. Uh, I think seven o'clock. They, everyone starts taking off. Yeah. You can't sleep in there. It's impossible. It's a morning person's dream though. Yeah, it totally is. I mean, now granted, if you're a night person, I don't know if you have anything in here about the night part, but there's a lot of fun you can have at night too. Yeah. It's not like crazy parties either. It's um, it's just really calm. All the pilots are just having a good time and swapping stories and it, it's just, it's awesome. Uh, you have to go and experience it. There are There's one place people can go. So if you want to get a little bit more rowdy and you like having a really good time, um, there are bars that pop up just for air venture. Um, at, it's called the SOS and they have, uh, and they have this big giant like light up ball that you can see from anywhere on the grounds. And if you go there, they have live music every night. So I don't like going there for the crazy party and rowdiness, but they have live music, which is kind of fun to listen to. And then there's some other places that are a little bit more low key that are kind of a little bit more my speed, to be honest. Um, And they're surrounding it and they've got live music and, and bar and normally restaurant food and stuff, but they're like built just for air venture. Uh, So make sure you go find those too. Uh, They're, they're really a good time. Yeah. uh, There's, Really just a, a vibe for everyone. Uh, no matter what you're looking for, you're, you'll find it. It's it's really cool. Um, SOS was way too loud for me and way too crowded. I didn't like squeezing past people just to get to the restroom. But you know, then you go across the street and you see Fryer Tux, and that's also not the vibe for me. It's way too calm and it's just a restaurant, guys, but it's uh, it's not that nice. Yeah, so also, uh, Carson had mentioned a few more things on those shower stuff, right? So besides the shower stuff, you should also bring flashlights. You should bring headlamps or even uh, little lamps. Carson, did you grab the lamps, actually? We need, like, the lamps that we put on the tables, but I guess maybe we don't need those because we've got the string lights, right? We have a lot of string lights, and I got these little walk path lamps, uh, like ones that you would see in someone's garden. Oh, those would be good. Some little solar ones. Those are pretty cool. How many of those do you get? Uh, I think I got eight so two per trailer oh okay. my idea was that they would kind of line up with uh with where you left and walked out of the trailer for the door oh that'd be nice all right cool so yeah i mean between carson's one time and my several times i think we might have this all covered uh but besides that so you bring flashlights extra batteries like clorox wipes because you want to clean off things right hand sanitizer because i'm a crazy hand sanitizer person um, by the way i was crazy about hand sanitizer before covid um i've had hand sanitizer like in my car for I don't know, years and years and years. I use it way too much. Uh, and then COVID. You've still got COVID so many times. Yeah, I know. I still got COVID like, what, five times or something? It was ridiculous. But And I was pretty safe, too. It was ridiculous how many times I got it. So whatever. 
It's maybe because I was an essential worker, apparently. Um, enough about the bad times in life. We don't like to talk about 2020 ever again. Uh, also, bring a poncho, like we talked about earlier. Bug spray is a absolute must. Bring like copious amounts of bug spray with like the most chemicals in it that bugs don't like. You definitely need that. I, I bought six cans. Uh, there's a there's two three packs that I saw at Costco. So I, I grabbed those, and I know it's going to be maybe two or three days of bug spray. You really shopped at Costco, Carson. You know how I feel about that store. Yeah, I know. Uh, Brandon does not like Costco. He's a Sam's Club guy. I do. I like. I I hate. I hate Costco. I love Sam's Club, and uh, I I don't really like a Walmart at all. And I do like Target. So I know Sam's Club, Walmart, same company, but. Oh, Sam's Club much better than than Costco to me. I know there's lots of people who are going to disagree with me on this, but you know there's some that aren't. No, you, you, have, a, you have a certain taste for your shop, and that's okay. But you know, aside from the bug spray that I got at Costco, uh, you guys should also bring a first aid kit because you're going to be walking a long time, um, and it also gets pretty dark. So you might trip, you might fall, you might get blisters. Um, any of that could happen. So definitely bring a first aid kit. Uh, and you're also going with some sunglasses. You're walking around. The sun's going to beat down on you all day long. Um, and also fly traps, you know, going on the same line as, as the bug spray. And the biggest thing for me, uh, no pun intended, is the loads of snacks that you have to pack for Oshkosh. Especially if you have children that you're bringing with you, especially preteen and teenage children like I'm doing. I'm bringing three of them with me. I'm absolutely crazy. I can't believe I'm doing that. Yeah, they're going to eat absolutely everything. Um, you know, Speaking of snacks, you're, you're going to be pretty low on food options at Oshkosh, and they aren't necessarily the most amazing options in the world. They're terrible. Uh, so you're best. <laughs> I don't want to talk down. I mean, they're trying to feed about a million people, right? I don't. I don't care. They're terrible, and they're expensive, and they're terrible. Yeah, I think the best thing I had um, last year it was like one of the sec- first second day we were there. Um, didn't have a lot of cooking yet, so we went and got Subway, which is the only decent option. It's the only. It's the only decent option. Apparently, there's a few places that have like barbecue food that I've still never tried that supposedly have okay options, but I haven't found them yet. And supposedly the breakfast burritos are good too, but I'm not really a breakfast fan. So if you like breakfast burritos, apparently they might have some in South 40 uh, near Vintage, but I still haven't found good food. Best food I found is Subway. And uh, you can imagine how good Subway is. Yeah, I, I was so hungry. I put every single vegetable on that sandwich just to get a little more substance. Uh, so that's where you're, you're at. So your best bet is to cook uh, your breakfast and dinner and pack your own food and drinks for lunch. Um, I, I know Brandon's been there a lot more times than I have. So what do you usually do, Brandon? Um, I normally starve myself all day uh, because I hate all the food there, to be honest. Um, or I I will bring like snacks. So I'm really into like meat and cheese and stuff. I'll just go to my campsite and just go eat food. Um, or I'll just leave the grounds for an hour. I'll hop in an Uber or or a taxi. Well, there's, I don't know if I've ever been a taxi, but an Uber or Lyft, uh, or I'll hop in one of the, uh, the buses that take you into town, but those typically have a long line. So I don't really like doing any of that type of stuff. Uh, I rather just not eat there and just not eat at all. And I'll just eat at the end of the day. I just, yeah, that's how I feel about it. But if you're somebody who needs to eat every day, like three times a day, then plan on either packing food and bringing it in or leaving or eating just terrible, terrible junk food and terrible food that they make there. I mean, it just is what it is. So that's what I would do. And Carson put in our show notes, talk about your favorite food that you've had at Oshkosh. My favorite food I've ever eaten at Oshkosh was Subway. And that says a lot. <laughs> and I love different types of food. I, I knew you'd get really passionate about it. 
Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there was actually a place in um, in town. It closed, I think, during COVID. Unfortunately, um, that was the only sushi restaurant I would go to that was away from the ocean. Uh, because I have a rule, I've got to be within an hour of the ocean unless it's Las Vegas. Um, and for sushi, right? Because Vegas, they get it shipped every single day over and over again. So I'll have it in Vegas or an hour close to the ocean. And no, this place, somehow I got talked into going and it was phenomenal. It was great. And it got closed during COVID. So I felt very bad for the sushi bar, but uh, it was good. So that was my favorite meal. And now it's gone. And now I just have fryer tucks. Uh, if I want a half decent okay not very good meal but i actually like fire tux atmosphere it's kind of relaxing and you get to hang out and they've got old school booths it feels like you're in 1970s or 80s like uh bar diner i don't know how to explain it you should go there it's by north 40 um and it's cross street from target yeah it's just a short walk and uh go through the little gate fence but yeah i, I just really can't believe we're all going all out for oshkosh this year um i'm just so excited to go and since it's coming out on wednesday uh, this episode is, I'll actually be on a plane to Oshkosh in about 12 hours from the time you guys hear this. So I can't wait to meet all you there and get to spend time surrounded by what we love most of all, all the planes. There's going to be more planes than anybody could ever imagine at that show, um, especially because now COVID is really over. I mean, last year it was over, right? But now it's really over. I mean, I bet you we see hardly any people in mass. Last year, I think I only saw 10 or 20 people. I bet this year I won't even see that many. Um it's in full effect. People aren't afraid to go travel anymore. The airports and airlines are getting overwhelmed everywhere right now. I mean, I've traveled a lot and I'm always keep getting delayed. So just be prepared for, to take your time. It's going to be a lot of people, a lot of airplanes, a lot of things happening at, at AirVenture. And also remember during all the stress and the heat and all of that, drink some water and remember to have fun because that's what you're there for. You're there to have a great time and you will. You're going to have the most fantastic time you've ever had. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've never actually been there for the entire week before. I only have been there like five days, I think at the most. And this year I'm going to be there more than that. So I'm really excited to be there. I can't wait to meet all of you as well. If you want to reach out to any of us, you can reach us at via our emails, brandon at aviationmentors.com or carson at aviationmentors.com and make sure to stop by and visit us. Uh, we will be in Camp Shore. You can look for the big giant uh, Stratus, uh, Stratus Financial big flags all over the place. Uh, and of course, our American flag. You'll see that front and center and or maybe on the side because we'll put it on the corner. Uh, you'll see that over there as well. And then we're also indoors in the uh, booth number 1053 and 1054 uh, in the aircraft spruce hangar, which I believe is building B. So I can't wait to see you guys all there. I hope you're having a great one and we'll see you soon. And as a wrap up for the day, remember, we're here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and enjoy the ride. So long.